of things that I probably wanted to talk to you about. It was, and definitely something about that boom. Like I'm like this boomer shit. Like <laughs> does not does not fly with me. We're gonna address that. Oh my god! I feel like I'm about to be real life Yelp reviewed. This is here fantastic. we go. Let's see if I can find it. Where's my freaking notes thing? Hello, fellow people of Earth. How are you? <laughs> this is fucking fine. I'll see you soon. The podcast about all things millennial anxiety. This week, I am joined by the lovely Kathy Mumford Helmuth, who is our first boomer. Ah! So we're taking a break from your regularly scheduled millennial uh, nonsense to talk to somebody with a little bit more wisdom and experience in life. Um, we had a really fun two hours of recording time that I managed to cut down to, you know, 13 minutes shy of it. <laughs> but I figured you guys would want a long episode since things are kind of still on hold. Um, I'm hoping that you guys are, are, Finding things to bide your time to distract yourselves to stay sane in this um, chaotic time of the you know the spread of misinformation and confusion and you know just d- depression. We'll, we'll be real about it. I am grateful one for this podcast. Thank you all seriously, sincerely for listening um, because of you. I feel obligated to do something weekly, and it is one thing that I've been able to keep up uh, as a routine. I tweeted the other day that I could not remember the last time I washed my hair, so I did it on Monday. Don't worry. Um, I did did it again. did a nice conditioning treatment today. I have been washing my hands religiously, but, you know, washing your hair is something that you can forget in times of despair, (laughs) so I I got on that shit. So, uh, like I'd said, I have an awesome guest today. Since we have a long episode, I'll let you get right to it. I, she is, I believe, the calmer version of me in 30 years. So, um, I mean, unless I calm down a little bit, she seems more at peace with life. But we have a lot of interesting similarities beyond, you know, just sharing the same sign, which I think is pretty dope. Um, she has a we both honestly have a little bit of our hands in every single pot so she's got a lot of awesome things plugged in the show notes and uh, if you listen through the end of the episode you can hear where you can find all her great projects that she's working on but i will let her tell you more about it and here's kathy so thank you for having me over because i've been quarantined with my dad and brother and i've been quarantined with sonny Sonny's such a cutie. He's really good company, but he doesn't really say very much. No, not a chatty one. No, no, but he's definitely a lover, and I appreciate him every moment. Yeah, he's my a sweet boy. My Sammy crawled up next to me this morning, and I was like, "Oh, you know." Yep. Oh, you so know. I saw a meme today that was like, uh, "Our dogs finally realized today that we're not going anywhere. The cats are contemplating suicide." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the dogs yeah. are excited that yeah, we're all. Yeah, the dogs home. are happy. Dogs of the world are like, yeah, finally. The attention Stay I stay the fuck home. Yeah, with me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So I've been getting out. That's good. 
I have not. not I was out contact. last. I was out last Saturday. Was it last Saturday? It seems like a million years ago now. This has been the longest time of my life. I've been trying to um, hone in on my diet because yeah. I think it's one thing that I can control. Yep. And making sure I get out in the neighborhood. I'm just get nervous walking. we're going to get to a point where, like, I can't go out and take that, a walk in the neighborhood. Yeah, that freaks me out. Like, are they going to tell us that we can't go outside? I'm like, like if I, I, I think that I'll be okay if I can just garden. Yeah. And I have a lot of gardens. That's therapeutic. So, and it's my property, so they can't tell me not to be. No. No, they can't tell you not to go outside. That would be fucking crazy. In my own yard? Yeah, it would be like. Well, put a stormtrooper in my driveway then, because I'm freaking going out. <laughs> like, I'm not. You can't make, you know. National Guard comes out. And right. Be like, bitch, get back in the house. Yeah, no. Like, no. No, I want to dig a hole over here. I'm That's not hurting true. anyone. That is so true. Seriously. Yeah, if I have gardening, I can. But I'm an extrovert, so it kind of. But I've been setting up like video, you know, like Zoom happy hours with my friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I did it last night with two of my college friends. Zoom is an app. So, yeah, it's um, it's a video conferencing software setup. And I think that you have to have a room, which is something that you pay money for. But if you have a room, you can invite anybody. So last night... And you pay for a membership to be uh, a part of I don't, it? I don't know. Because I've used it only free when other people have invited mm. me. But my friend last night was saying that she had a room because they use it for work, for telemedicine stuff. Okay. Um, so I don't know whether she was, I know she was hosting it from her room and somebody was saying you can do free stuff up on it up to like 55 minutes or something. Hmm. So I don't totally know exactly how it works, but, um, my, but it was like good quality. Yes. That's it's awesome. Good. Um, I was able to make my background behind me, make it look like I was like hanging out in space. That's so cool. And so there's like, I guess it was earth over my shoulder with like an eclipse of the sun coming up around it and then it's all stars yeah so as i'm talking to my friends i'm like picking up my glass and going to drink and my glass would turn into like all stars and so it looked like i was taking sips of the universe That's it was really, really crazy oh my they're god they're like oh my god you're taking star, star sips yeah that's like so cool like yeah, the really little cool. things that are entertaining in these times. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we tried to FaceTime last night for my one friend's birthday. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't, I don't know if there were too many people on and our voices were all like cutting out. But Can you FaceTime with see multiple people on the yeah, screen? Yeah, we had. I was trying Amy, to explore options. Kate, George, myself, and Cassandra. So five of us, all little floating heads on this yeah, screen. Yeah. And it was like, if somebody tried to talk it would pull them to the front of the screen but we couldn't hear each other it was oh like yeah that's tough ass. you should look into zoom and then somebody was telling me um facebook actually has like a a video chat thing in it but then my friend allison i saw these guys most of them last saturday at her house she had like a little um pre-saint patrick's mm -hmm. girly thing and, and we did a good job. Like, we stayed, you know, six feet apart until the very end. And then we're, like, drunk. And Wait, I was going to say, you're all hammered. Drunk, and then we're <laughs> hugging and stuff. And we're like, oops. Yeah, so. I went to 
but I went to meet a, I have these five dogs that are adopted that I'm sitting now. They all have really strong personalities and very different. All in one place or different places? One place. Wow. They're all in crates, so they have certain dogs that they can go out with at certain times. They have, they're just. That's tricky. Big personality. Yeah, so I went to meet, they have a trainer. And I went to shake his hand before the session started. And he was like, Not smooth. Right now. Like, put his hand back. I was like, oh, I forgot. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just, like, very lax about it. But I'm staying away from people. Like, I'm doing it. But I'm not happy about it because, like you, I'm an extrovert. Yeah, it's hard. And to not have socialization when I already work in a very individual. Yes. Yeah. Which, if you're painting from home by yourself, you know, like, you yeah. need to get out for those times to... Yeah, definitely. It's, um, so, if these video things are a saving grace. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, people, get on board, let's be having happy hour yeah. for my own house, because <laughs> I cannot do, you know, my husband's really introverted, and, you know, we're, like, total opposites that way, so he's not real, you know, chatty, unless he gets into a mood... Mm-hmm. where he's either being funny about things or he's being really super serious. And when he's super serious and pissed off about what's going on in the world, like, I'm like, I'm with you, but I just can't do that right now. No. I can't, no. I can't do it right now. So. Um, so who are you? What's your name? My name. <laughs> let's tell the people. My name until, until recently, I just went by Kathy Helmuth, which is my mate, my married name. But as I started doing my art, I started signing... Um, my art with my maiden name, which is Mumford, um, for a couple of reasons, because, um, I feel like my art comes from my essential self mm-hmm. and I grew up a Mumford. Yeah. I'm a Mumford. And also because my dad and my brother passed away and my family is really small. So I feel like maybe it's like paying homage or something, but I sign on Carrying my Carrying on the name. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's not my legal name, but. You know, on Facebook, that's who I am, Kathy Mumford Helmuth, and on my art. And yeah. so when I sign my pieces, I put like a big M and then a C and an H. Mm-hmm. No, so Kathy Mumford Helmuth, that's my name. I I always go back and forth with like if I ever get married, changing my name, and I definitely have to keep. I regret. I love my husband. Yeah. I love my husband's family, but I yeah. regret it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Essential self is a great way to put it. I feel yeah. like it's so bred in me that especially cc yeah like i love my last name uh so what's your sign my sign is capricorn yes just like you do you mind sharing your age no not at all i'm your oldest this is a first i'm your oldest (laughs) guest and i'm not even in the right generation Um, no 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 i like to branch outside i think it's important for us as an aside not to interrupt but to constantly keep learning and one of those ways absolutely and i think that's why this time is so hard is connection yes so. It's hard. Yep. Um, well, I'm officially 60 years old, which is Woo! totally wild to me. Because I certainly don't feel like whatever you're supposed to feel like. Um, What's it supposed 60? to, though? I don't know. You know? I don't know. Like, you know, for, for ages and ages, like, people, you know, you're, my age would come up and I would say my age. And people would say, like, oh, you don't look 52 or yeah. you don't look blah, blah, blah. But, like, well, what's it supposed to look like? Like... I am that, so obviously that's what it can look like. Right. Not that I'm like some supermodel or something, but <laughs> you know, I look no, young you for da- my age. You do look right? young. Um, 
And I think 60 is like the new 30 these days. Oh, that's so. nice. Yeah, I kind of feel like it is. Um, so you've never, sorry, this might go be ahead. personal. You can cut this. But that's you've right. never done like Botox or anything like no, that? No, no Botox. Because no facial. You are la- You are blessed. I am very blessed. Do it's you like, normally have that? Have um, you always had that clear of skin? Yes, yes. Um, I think, like I always say thanks to my mom and dad and the genetics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have always taken care, really good care of my skin. Like in my late 20s, like at your age, mm-hmm. I never left the house without sunscreen, even in the winter. Never. That's a tip. Never. Maybe yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with how well my skin looks. Um, and but I'm not like crazy about it. Like at night, I'm really guilty of going to sleep in makeup. Yeah, you know, I sleep in all my jewelry and all my makeup, and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I'm blessed. You know, yeah. It's natural. Ugh. So yeah, no Botox. Definitely dye my hair though. Yeah. Yeah. When we met, well, we'll my hair was that. blonde and white. Yeah, mine was white, and yours was white and some other color too. Maybe blue. Maybe purple. I think blue. I think blue. I'm going blue back to my roots, my natural color. I like it. Thank you. I, I like, like it that it matches my eyebrows. I do too. Um, I think it's it nice. makes you look younger. Do you think so? Yes, because <sighs> it's your natural coloring. And I'm finding that um, it to be true that you need to have a contrast between your skin tone and your hair um, for your face to show up. I red skin I have like eczema and rosacea oh yeah that's tough which is the other part with this whole coronavirus washing my hands constantly uh-huh. I'm it's like starting to wreck your hands yeah I'm yeah. lotioning them often yeah. but yeah. well thank you um so you're a cap we're fellow Capricorns yes Capricorns and do I'm, you know your sun and your moon sign? I do my moon is Leo or your rising I mean and my rising is Sag Oh, we're opposite. Yes. That's so crazy. Because yes. you have Leo in your triad, right? Leo's rising and Moon is Sag. Isn't that wild? It's so crazy. Right? And so when I've been, I feel like I know you so much better than obviously you know me because I've been listening to your I was, podcast. I was thinking about that on the way and over. And it's so funny because while I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I feel the same way. Oh yeah. Ah, that's true. And I was just listening to one today where you were saying you were anti- um, sport and I'm like yeah. I'm totally anti-sport no sports. and I always have been since I was a kid like why are they paying all these these people this kind of money oh, thank to you. throw a fucking ball around thank like, you sorry but there's people that are starving there's people who need yeah. help yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. uh you're gonna give a million gajillion dollars to some guy until he breaks his body yeah or his mind. Or his you, mind, all you know, that. because of all the head injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's ludicrous. I think it's a waste. I think it's a little criminal. I agree. Um, uh, it's stupid. Although I played sports, and I do think that in the school systems, yep. unpaid, they're awesome. They teach you discipline, yep. regimen, teamwork. I'm all for playing sports. So yes, I don't want to yes, be I like... agree with that. But when it comes that. to... You're right. Professional I, paid. Uh, yeah. It's not Christ on the cross. I, I think so yeah. And then it. all these kids who think that, you know, they're decent at football or they're decent at basketball or whatever, mm-hmm. that they're going to be able to grow up to be one of these people who rakes it in and makes it to the top. That's super rare. It has to be. Yeah. And I think that that's injurious to kids yeah and i don't find the contribution to society on a professional level even on a collegiate level because i watch so many kids 
get by on football mm-hmm. alone and mm-hmm. pass through with, you know, failing grades. Right. Because they played a college sport. Yeah. And it generates some sort of income for the university. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's wrong. <sighs> I think it's wrong. I think it's totally wrong. So that's one of those things that, yeah. but like, so, constantly I'm like, yeah, 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 me too. Yep, me too. That's yep. great. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. And that's probably why I instantly, like, because I swear to God, I felt like I instantly liked you when I met you. I was just like, she's cool. Good, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, so how did we meet? I we guess meet, we'll talk we about met. That. Decorating freaking Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. I think it must have been Villanova the first time. Yeah, that's right? the first time I remember. And then we were at Fawnbrook together, mm-hmm. right? So that was a year, not this past Christmas, but the one before. So like a year, a year or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So doing that gig for Katie. Like Katie, Katie has been, um, what's the word for it? I was reading something you know, where people have different roles in their life. Mm. And um, I think it came up, like, she would, for me, like, you have empowerers. Mm. And she's definitely an empowerer for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, because she, she showed up. I met her when I was running the nursery at the Agway. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would come in to get stuff for work. Yeah. And we were pretty much instantly friendly. Yeah. And had great chats and stuff. And then I figured out, like, oh, you're Katie Mack of Katie Mack. Yeah. And went into that whole thing. And we became friends. And that's why I did the holiday decorating then. I was still employed by Agway, but I'm like, I want to do it. Sounds like fun. Yeah, you know? why not? If you have the time, yeah, I was I think working it's fun. at the time too. Actually, I was part time personal assistant at the time. Oh, which you hated. I fucking <laughs> hated it. I'm so glad, and I'm glad now of all times that I'm not working oh my with God. her because she would not handle this well. But she, Katie, is one of those like open, warm personalities yes. yeah that, like the, i think the first time i met her she hugged me and i was like oh my god like you're she's a total hugger and i'm not you know i'm not, not the biggest hugger. hugger but still i do goodbyes and hellos i oh, i would have hugged you today if we didn't have a six <laughs> foot a virtual hug. um yeah she's she's super cool and she you know when the agway was you know when he was selling everything um she said hey you know like, wherever I can have work for you, I'll have work for you. Right. So like, thank God. Because that, you know, doing... I was doing deliveries for her starting last fall. And then doing Christmas stuff. And then mm-hmm. Valentine's stuff. And even though it's not paying me what I got paid. Just being out in the world and having some people to work mm-hmm. with. And do, staying in, a like, a horticulture-related field. Yeah. Um, keeps me, like, from freaking out. And that is super therapeutic. Like, yeah. I would love decorating. It'd be a bit monotonous, mm-hmm. but there was so much creative freedom. I think yes. that was super empowering about yes. working with her. Like, mm-hmm. giving myself confidence in my yes. eye for aesthetically yes. pleasing things. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I, she's awesome. And I love Steph. Yep. And that's how I met her, through okay. Steph. Oh, and really? Yeah, because Steph went to a high school not far from me. We oh, grew okay. up in the same area. I met her a couple years ago. Not even, more than a couple now, but... I was going to say, you've probably known her for a while now. I, dude, time... Flies. Keeps on slipping. Yes. 
It really does. It's like, it's kind of incredible how quickly it goes. So you talked a little bit about like what you're doing right now, but give us a, whatever you want to share. Okay. What am I doing right now? I'm in in major transition. So. And I feel like since I met you, you've been in transition. Oh yes, I have. I've been like. Which I have too. Yeah. It's, I think it's like, I mean, I think things go in cycles, but Mm -hmm. also, I, I don't know. It must, maybe it's in our stars. I, I read something uh, several years ago when I like first started going through a breakup that we were supposed to have a three like really hard years where you work very hard uh-huh. and you don't see much payoff. Yeah. 2020 is supposed to be the year that it kind of blossoms for yeah. you and things start to, you know, climb less gradually and, and, and more rapidly. More rapidly. Yeah. And, uh, now that we're during like doing this whole shutdown thing, thing I'm like, what is happening? I <laughs> this know. is supposed to be my like, fun wait, year. It's 2020. I'm yeah, my reports. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, you're in transition. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I had that job running that nursery over there, and it was my dream job. I mean, my commute was six minutes from my kitchen table to my office if I didn't have a lot of traffic to turn left Mm because it was right up on the top of the hill where all that construction is now. Yeah. Um, And I ran the whole nursery. So I did, you know, all of the buying, you know, all the merchandising. I had my staff. Yeah. I ran my staff. I had a great staff, which was mostly female. And they were all awesome. I loved every single one of them. And they all brought something to the table and um, worked really well. And, you know, I was surrounded by plants all the time. Mm -hmm. And I could, you know, do my whole native plant thing. Like, I started a whole native plant section over there. And I got to make um, decisions about what kind of things to bring in. You know, there's a lot of uh, non-native invasive bushes that people like to plant. And I think it's really highly irresponsible. Yeah. And it pisses me off. So I wouldn't carry them. And people would come in and be like, can I get some Barbary? And I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. If you want to buy that, you got to go to Home Depot or something because I won't sell it. And this is why. Mm-hmm. And some of the people would get pissed off. But a lot of the people would say, oh, I did not know that. So what's an alternative? And I was mm-hmm. able to show them native alternatives and stuff, which I felt like I was like really helping the world. Yeah. 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 Um, so I loved it. In short, I loved it. It was hard work. It was very physical. This time of the year, I, I wouldn't be home. I would be 80, you know, yeah, 80 hours into the, into like working several days in a row. And I got off on that. Like I'm an adrenaline yeah. junkie. I like, I like to work hard. Stay busy. And it sounds like that's something that's super fulfilling to you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Plants and people. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Um, Over that same time period, I started getting into art. And I was always a creative kid, but I was in music. Um, And I loved art class and any kind of creative project. I'd be like, oh, this is fun. Um, Never really paid much attention to it. And I didn't really take classes or anything. Um, And then when I was in the corporate world, I would take, you know, like some like adult learning classes and like watercolor or this or that. And I had talent, but I was you know, pulled in so many directions that I didn't apply it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a few years ago, my friend Michelle proposed that we have art nights. So instead of going out and getting like a pricey dinner and drinking a lot of really expensive yeah, yeah. martinis, yeah, which we did, and we love doing that, but, you know, <laughs> there's a time and a place for that. There's only so much of that. Right, that you can do. Yeah. Although I could, I'd be really into it right now. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, she proposed that we do art night. So we either go out for like some quick sushi and then go back to our house and, you know, crack a bottle of wine and do our thing. Um, that sounds so fulfilling right it's now. It's <laughs> really awesome. I'm, I miss it so much. I'm going to make her do virtual art with me. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, just like open one of those channels and say, all right, you do your thing and I'll do my thing. And it'll be almost like we're doing it together because we can just sit here and chat. Yeah. I mean, it has to happen. Together, but yeah. apart. Yeah. Yep. So she introduced me to a couple different mediums that she was trying out from classes or from, like, YouTube things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is wild. This is cool. And then I'd take it and get obsessed with it like I do and then have to learn everything and have all the things. And then the next time I saw her, she'd be like, oh, my God, you went from pouring ink onto this piece of paper to, like, creating this whole, like, night sky thing. Yeah. Be like, yeah, 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 I did. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then at one point... um, she was doing one thing and I was painting in acrylic because I wanted to paint a giraffe for my mom my mom loves giraffes so Mm -hmm. I wanted to paint this giraffe so I went through this whole thing and looking at all these pictures of giraffes and finally like sketched my giraffe out Mm -hmm. and it was a pretty big one like you know like two feet by a foot and a half and um, was doing it in acrylic and she was messing around doing some abstract thing and we're not really paying attention to each other's stuff we're just talking and you know get to a certain point in the night and i'm like see look she's like holy shit like that's awesome like wow and then she picks up her piece of art which is like totally abstract and she's like what you didn't know is i too was painting the giraffe oh yeah so did it look like the giraffe no (laughs) (laughs) so so now like that's like one of our catchphrases like you know like okay so yeah so i've been painting the giraffe So, yeah, so we have a good time doing that. And um, I ended up branching out a lot. And then we went to a sale um, of an art store, Jerry's Artorama, in Wilmington. And they were going to move their physical stores. So they had this big sale. So we go down to the sale, and it was like this total frenzy. So we're like buying. She was better than I was. I was like buying stuff like, ooh, what do you do with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fling. 75% off. Fling. Yeah. And then this lady is in the aisle and she's like rhapsodizing about these soft pastels in this wooden box. And she's like, do you do pastels? I'm like, no. She's like, you should consider it. You can't get these for for this price ever. Yeah. Like they're like German or French sennelier, really fine quality. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, they are gorgeous. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I do pastels now. I have to buy them. And so, you know, I get them and I, and I'm going through all of my treasures. I'm like, all right, let's try this out. I didn't know what I was, it it was, it's so different than any other art that I've ever Mm -hmm. done. And I, and I sucked and I'm like, this is bad. I pastel like the crowny type chalky things, like you're drawing with them or they're not like a paint, are they? Well, they say that they're pastel paintings. Like that painting on the floor right there is pastel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so it looks like paint. Um, but it's, and there's two different kinds. There's oil pastels, mm-hmm. which are very, I guess, very slick and soft. Mm-hmm. Um, and then soft pastels, which are chalk, but it's really highly pigmented. Okay. I've worked with them before. Yeah. Not like, nice ones. They, they make like, the... like a lot of dust. And, you know, if you have like a little scrap of it and scrape it across a piece of paper, it's like forever. Like smear. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're, they're tricky. 
Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, I suck at this. I watched a YouTube video. I'm like, okay, I kind of get this. Just messing around with it. And then I ended up meeting an artist down in Chestertown, Maryland, who is in my mom's town. And she did this workshop. I did it for my birthday. Like it was 500 bucks and it was mm-hmm. like four or five days of um, one-on-one all day long. Um, there were only five people in the class and she was an amazing teacher and I came out of it like that was one of the pieces that came out of my class you did that I did that that's awesome thank you yeah I love it that's really pretty fucking cool yeah isn't that wild I was like I was blown away so that's the garden of the gods out in Colorado that's awesome Um, yeah yeah so I have a talent for that and um and Katie in fact this past uh summer she started doing um, ha- rotating artists through the shop. Yeah. And I was her first artist. That's and, awesome. And so she was like, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to show your art in my shop. And I'm like, um, <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, like previously, you know, it was just for my consumption, you know. Right, right. Um, More of a hobby than actual. Yeah, like I never really thought of um, selling it. And so obviously it had to be framed and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's scary. So I guess I have to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why not? Right. So it was a, a shit ton of work uh, learning how to frame and framing the stuff. Mm-hmm. It was expensive to do. Um, but I sold 75% of my pieces. That's awesome. Apparently it's unusual. And that made me feel awesome. That is great. Yep. And I've shown again down in Maryland and um, doing this book thing. My a friend of mine who is a massage therapist and a yoga teacher, she has a studio on the other side of Westchester that's part of like like a yoga um, and practitioner collective kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so they have two floors in a building and the one, woman that runs, you know, overall runs that business um, recently said she'd love to have my art in the studio because they have great. like hallways downstairs where, you know, people are going to different modalities of therapies and stuff and mm-hmm. you know people are hanging out and waiting and yeah you know stuff so that's that's cool except for now they're closed of right. course and you know when is that gonna happen it's right. 2020 man i gotta sell my art I- <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah so so the book that i'm doing um that's like my most recent thing and that is a friend of mine who um tapped me out of the blue and said you know i have this idea um, I wonder if you want to do it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I know her through like the fasting community because I'm, I'm an intermittent faster. Oh, I love to intermittent fast. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. So I've been doing that for two and a half years. Um, I'm still like very much on my body recomposition journey. Yeah. Um, but I've lost like four pounds. Kept it off. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. And I feel like, I mean, I have energy to burn. Yeah. You know? Um, and I'm very healthy and I recommend it for everyone. I think it's awesome. That's the biggest um, thing for me. It helps my energy. It really does. And I'm not a big breakfast person to begin with. Like, right. So it's a natural for you. Yeah. Yep. I'd rather eat like later at night. Yep. I can't go to sleep hungry. Yep. But I can wake up and be hungry and be fueled for the and day and still yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. To me, it's like you just hand me a cup of black coffee. I'm like, all yep. right, I'm all good. Yeah. I'm Some water. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so the woman that I made did the book with. She and I both follow a woman named Jin Stevens, who wrote a book called "Delay, Don't Deny." Okay. And 
um, I found her on my search, you know, reading these different things. And her book is very much like the application of fasting. Like she puts enough science in there for you to say, oh, okay, yep, I get it. This is mm -hmm. legit. I understand. Uh, this is the way you do, you know, why you do it and why it works. Um, but she had a lot of a practical application of how to do it. Mm. And um, she also talked about her own diet history. So she's like super... Super real. Yeah. You know? Relatable. Um, so she has these giant Facebook groups. There's like, I think, 300,000 um, people. Wow. In three different groups. I'm a moderator on one because I'm like a, um, you know, I'm an experienced faster. Yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. So <laughs> um, the woman who tapped me for the book, she and her husband had written a book about their journey fasting mm -hmm. um, between the two of them. I think I have it right. Between the two of them, they lost like 200 pounds. Wow. And totally changed their lives. Yeah. Totally. Like in every way. Mm -hmm. And it enabled her to leave her job and write. That's because, great. Because the book sold. And then she wrote another book. Um, and then she started this workbook series. And it's different aspects, holistic aspects of improving your life, improving your health. I love Not that. all fasting related. Mm -hmm. um, some are, some aren't. Um, so she said she wanted to, she, she saw through seeing my journey with my R and with some other people that, okay, you, you don't spend all your time hunting and gathering and preparing and cleaning up and freaking eating food. Yeah. You have more time in your life. Yeah. You actually have more money too. Yeah. Because you're not spending it on all those things. Right. Um, people start hobbies that they didn't have before. They you know they go off on a limb they have confidence to try this and that yeah um so that's what it's been with my art and she had said she wanted to do something that was related to fasting to show that okay you get fasting under your belt it's great for your physical lifestyle but it's also great for your spiritual evolution and your your evolution in yeah. general because you have more room in your life to concentrate on other stuff. Yeah, when you're not constantly yep. thinking about food and yep. when you're going to get your next meal. Yep. Yeah. So she sends me a note, like at the end of January, I was still celebrating my birthday. Um, I was down in Florida. Yeah. And she she said, hey, when you come down from your parties, um, <laughs> I want you to consider this proposition. So she wanted to write a book of affirmations um, that were related to fasting um, and just holistic health mm -hmm. and creativity and have me do coloring book pages. That's so cool. Florals, right? That is dope. Yeah. That is awesome. really dope. And so um, Gary actually, he's like, can you send some of these things? And adult coloring books are all the rage right I know. Now. And, they're, and they're the way I started my art with coloring books. Mm. So this is like an example of some of the art. There's like 18 pieces, I this think. This is freaking cool. Isn't it wild? So how did you design these? Did you do them online? I actually use... Not online, excuse me. No, I use Procreate, which is software for artists. Cool. Yeah, like I would bring in one of my photos oh, wow. to get some general outlines of florals that I liked. And then I would dim the photo or take it out and then just create the art. That's great. And then, you know, come back in, look at the photo, look at, you know, how things were shaded and whatnot, and then turn the photo off and then shade. So this is all my art, but it's supported by my photography. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't it cool? That's so fun. It's really fun. I love interactive art, too. Like, that's my thing. I'm not very artistic. I, 
uh, can't draw to save my life. I have piss poor handwriting. My I, mine used to be nice, and it's deteriorated hugely. I've never had nice um, handwriting, but I like to craft. So like oh, sewing and stuff like that. Oh, sewing. So That's this great. is like great for me because I can't draw, but right, I can but color. you can pick colors. Yeah. Right, exactly. I used to love as a kid those fuzzy posters that you color yeah. in with the neon, like oh, cool. blacklight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's what it, the intention is, and I find coloring to be super relaxing. It is because you don't have to draw; you are just picking the colors, right? And as you're coloring the thing in, especially if you have things that you like, like I love gel pens, mm. and I love the way they feel on paper, and I yeah, love how so they smooth. they look wet when you put them down, and you can get them to be sparkly and all that shit. Um, I, I just love gel adore pens. them. A gel pens. Being a kid, like a Lisa Frank aged kid. Yep. Gel pens were all the rage. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love gel pens. I'm sure. I'm still like all about gel pens. Gel pens, markers, any art supply. Um, so, so yeah. So it's um, Jim Stevens, the author of the book. Mm-hmm. What's um, the name of this book again? Delay, Don't Deny. Delay, Don't Deny. I can deny. send it to you. Okay. Um, she... Is she's putting out a new book? Jin and Kim, my publisher and collaborator, are really good friends, and mm-hmm. they had talked about doing projects together or whatever. And um, so she asked Jin if if she could if we could make it like a companion piece mm-hmm. to her work, and she said yes. So she has content in our book and the affirmations that um, complement her new book coming out and her delay don't deny yeah um so between the three of us you know we should be able to promote it pretty well yeah that's awesome you know i don't have i'm not going into it with huge expectations of having like boatloads of cash from it yeah yeah but i have you know a royalty situation set up and um that's awesome i think that it's going to be pretty popular especially now that people are stuck inside and 100 percent you know might be looking for something to distract themselves from and even if it's not, like, to just take that risk is such, like, a huge... Yeah. Like, I remember when I d- did critiques of plays in Harrisburg in college, like, I know not a lot of people were necessarily reading about this little rinky-dink Harrisburg play. Right, right. Not rinky... I shouldn't say that. They were phenomenal plays. A small regional plays. theater. Yes. Right. But the, just sending it out to different publications mm-hmm. to get, like, to take that risk where... You know, you totally could fail. Yes. And yeah, even if you do, not I'm not talking negative. Like, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty much like, okay, you know, maybe but 10 people will buy it. What does it and, hurt? What right, does it, it hurt? You know, That's at the awesome. very least, like, I did it. I learned a yeah. lot. Because, um, you know, when she, po- when she posed it to me, I was like, yeah, I want to do that. But I'm not sure exactly how I would do it. Yeah. And then my old iPad miraculously um, all, all of a sudden started to misfunction. And mm. I'm like, I live with this thing. It's my computer. It's my everything. Yeah. So I go to Apple to see what's up and end up talking to them about, you know, trading it in because they said, you know, we can kind of fix it, but it's not going to run the same way. It's all blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they give me a trade in, which is great. Um, and I'm buying a new iPad and I see this guy giving this lady a class on procreate software mm. and I go what's that yeah and go out go over and check it out and here 
you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's exactly how I can do it. Because you can make your image. Like I was able to say that I want this image to be eight by 10. So when, when it went to the, the formatter, you know, I asked, is it going to get scrunched or or stretched or squished? Like, I don't want my art to be Yeah, it's smooshed. like to scale. Right. Mm-hmm. You said, no, it's perfect. It just goes right in. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And you can use this stylus as a pen, as a paintbrush, as a, as a anything. Yeah. As pencils and smudge it. Like, all this is like pretend pencil. Mm-hmm. And the smudging is a pretend smudger. It's really that's awesome, bizarre. But I can't wait to get my hands on real art supplies again. Like yeah. digital is really cool, but I want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's I super feel you. cool. I do like to write by hand sometimes, just to yeah, to just feel it. Yeah. So otherwise, um, I guess I'm. I've been trying to not like freak out that I don't have a job, like mm-hmm. a formal job. I've always been a Capricorn. I guess um, have been like. You know, charging after the dollar and the security of having benefits and all that good Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Always kind of felt like I work hard, therefore I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Once my job was over, I was like, okay, I have to like kind of reevaluate things and figure it out. I totally agree. Because, you know, being this age and needing to work, not that I'm super old, but I'm 60. Yeah. So should I really be killing myself if I don't have to kill myself general retirement's like 62 to 66 well well it all depends like they say you know so far that you can have your social your full social security benefits whatever they're going to be um when you hit 67 um so it's kind of like people probably are are looking to hit like 65 yeah you know as a rule i guess i don't know um but you know i worked in corporate in my early career and um, was fortunate enough to build up a really nice 401k, mm-hmm. um, which I won't even look at right now. Yeah. Because it's not worth looking at. Yeah. I'm sure everything will rebound when I need it to because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I looked yep. at that and I said, uh, you know, I have I have some money and I'm eligible to take it out without a penalty now. Mm-hmm. Like, so what am I really waiting for? Like, do I really have to work like a freak? I, I totally, totally get that. I I always, I go back to my New Orleans trip, and I could die on the One way of my home. Favorite places, it's amazing. I love New Orleans. I that's, love spooky. That's season. another thing. Me too. Spooky season all the time. Oh yes. So I just figured, what's the point of like, especially in these times? You never fucking know. Well, you know, right now people like us are, you know, kind of at an advantage because. Well, you're at a disadvantage because nobody's traveling. Nobody's traveling, but, but I do have some time, writing stuff coming right, in that I can do. You have your internship, right? Well, the internship is work from home because it's oh. a county office. So, so I just started work from home. So, like over the weekend, I'll do a couple of things. But I've been wanting to do the internship from home anyway because, like, I'm way more efficient. Yep. Like if I can stop writing, yep. go fold a load, load of laundry, and then come yep. back go to what I'm doing. Walk. Yep. Yeah, I yep. get it done so much quicker. And the office, yeah. the lighting is terrible, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> so I don't mind that I'm working from home. That's Except, good. Like I did say to you earlier, like my bedroom is my safe space. Right. And with my dad and brother being home, yep. I feel like that's the only place I can work. I really need to just move to the chair. Like I have a nice chair. Yeah. I worked. You're and sitting ate on your bed. My chair. Yeah. I'm killing oh. myself. I know. Yeah, that's probably hurting your back <sighs> or 
or something. It's all bad. Yeah. Bad chi. <laughs> but I get it. Like, I sat in this little corner, mm-hmm. like, doing my art when I could have been, you know, I could have been sitting at a table or whatever. Yeah. But it was just more comfortable. Plus, it's just weird, you know, you're, like, doing it on your screen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, I want to ask you what freaks you out, but I need to pee. Can we pee break? I can, I can pee break. <laughs> okay. I can make more coffee, too. Um, so what freaks you out? What, what freaks me out? Well, besides this freaking virus, <laughs> definitely freaks me out. Um, prior to the virus, it's always, you know, the lack of government that we have um, and being in this great country and, like, how incredibly fucked up everything is. Yeah. Um, and uh, I feel... Which is a common trope. Even yeah. So ab- wait, are absolutely. you... I meant to ask you this. Are you Gen X? I, I am actually, it depends on what chart that you look at. Most, yeah. most charts will call me a boomer. Like, really? Because uh, I was born in 1960, and it supposedly goes to 64. Oh. But then I saw another cutoff that said 59 was a cutoff, and that I was Gen X. I've always felt like Gen X. Yeah. And the people, like, you, I've you always... You read to me more Gen X. Definitely. Um, and I think, I mean, I think that's, you know, because of a lot of different influences, but I, I, I have to say that it probably has to do with, you know, choosing not to have children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like I've always said, like, I didn't have, I didn't have a generation behind me, um, coming up in my house to remind me that I wasn't of the current generation okay so that i guess a lot of sense and i've always just related to people i relate to pretty much anybody but i've always been able to relate to people that are younger than me you know like i'm the cool aunt yes you know yes um and that might also be because i chose not to have children so i have that room to cultivate relationships with the p- people that are younger than me like mm-hmm. i have really close friends that are like like one of my closest friends is just turned twenty one. Okay. Um. So I have a lot of like, like I have some. She's my Gen Z friend, supposedly, mm-hmm. right? And then you know I have tons of friends and millenn. I have tons of millennial friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you strike me as more because my parents are Gen X. Yeah, they my are. My mom is fifty two. My dad will be fifty this year. Uh, young. Yeah. But they're young. <laughs> yeah, they're they're young. But for my brother, who's in Gen Z, they're old. Yeah, I could see that. Seven yep. year difference. Yeah, that could see. I could see that. But um, they weren't like super young when they had me. You know, they were in their twenties. They weren't in their teens. And I think it was more common back then to yeah. have. Uh, but yeah, you remind me more of them. Yeah. And in some ways, my mom, who is what eight years younger than you. Oh I wow! Think you're okay. a little more with it, with younger pop than her. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, probably just because I've always been interested. Like you said, in not having kids. Culture. Makes, yeah. Well, you know, and it was like um, my husband and I when we met, we were both. Let's see, I was thirty-one, and he was thirty-three, which gives me so much hope. Oh yeah, seriously, <laughs> I was like, I had a hell of a time before I met him. Hell of a time. <laughs> like, like I, I had dated this one guy who I dated him for six, maybe seven years. We were engaged um, four months before the wedding. He's like, I can't do it. Wow. Yeah, that was wow. That was fun. That was a fun time. 
But he wasn't the right person for me anyway. Mm -hmm. So universe said, no, 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 can't see it. (sighs) Um, And then I dated like freaks and assholes for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Freaks and assholes. And and if you can even call it dating. Um, Definitely like some people that are. Like I dated this one guy who. We went skiing together. We we met at this party. My brother and his and and his wife at the time um, introduced us at this party and thought that you know we would get along and mm-hmm. go out. So this guy, you know, he's like okay looking, you know, fairly handsome, um, seemed intelligent enough. Um, happened to be a UPS driver. Was into skiing, wanted to go skiing. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's have a skiing date. So here I am, you know, we're going to go President's Day. We're going to go skiing. Great. Okay. So I thought it was very nice of me to say, look, you know, you drive all the time. Why don't I drive? Mm-hmm. And so we drive up the Blue Mountain. Oh, leaving a, 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 a special part. Go to pick him up. And he comes out with just like this little duffel bag. And I'm like, where's your gear? Yeah, like and he's you like, like to oh, sleep. I rent, you know, and I'm like, so what's in the bag? And he's like, extra socks, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, and extra <laughs> socks, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I drive up there, um, park, and you would think, you know, like obviously, I ski, I can manage my gear, but you're on a date, and this woman's driven you. Would you not like say, here, let me grab your yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, we go to buy lift tickets, and he goes ahead of me, and I think, like, okay. He's going to pay It's for reasonable to assume that he's going to, you know, he asked me out on this date, and I drove up here. He just buys one lift ticket. Oh, my God. You know, luckily, I was smart enough to have my own money on me. Yeah. You know? So, I buy my lift ticket, and I'm like, Jesus. So, yeah. he's like, come on, let's go get my skis. And I'm like, you know, you go get your skis. I'm going to go take a couple runs, and I'll meet you. Yeah. Down. I'm like, I'm not waiting for your skis. Yeah. Like, I already had an attitude, and I was just like, fuck that. Yeah. So, I was skiing. I, I do two runs, and I come down, and he's ready. And we're going up on the, the lift, and he's like asking me all these crazy questions like as if he had you know i asked him at one point i'm like do you have a clipboard like he's like do you um do you own your own home and i'm like no i rent an apartment like i always assumed that i would do that with someone else you know like i'm not ready to do that at this point yeah and then all could you would you live in the country do you want to have children like interviewing me like on this crazy level and i'm like where's your clipboard yeah um and he was kind of freaking me out so (laughs) so we go to go skiing and you know how when you ski with somebody or snowboard with somebody you whoever goes first like will go down to a certain point and then stop i've never been skiing or snowboarding. oh okay well um but i get that's what you do if you're skiing with somebody yeah you know you go and stop and then the other person will stop and you hang out and you look at the scenery and 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 then start off again you know um (laughs) so i i said you go ahead i wanted to see how he skied (laughs) and he (laughs) and he he goes and he skis fine and he goes down and does like the customary stop so i start off and i make sure that i start off really fast and I get down there and I go like I'm going to stop. But I swish a bunch of snow at him and just kept going. Like, <laughs> like I'm not stopping to talk to answer any questions of yours. And so 
so like it continued that way and then we go into the into the bar take a break <laughs> and the bartender asked me um what i would have to, what i wanted to drink and i'm like well what's the most expensive thing that you have oh my god you're so funny you know beer and he told me whatever it was and i'm like oh i'll like two of those i'm thirsty i'm like he'll take care of it i said excuse me i've got to go to the bathroom <laughs> i was like so pissed off you're so funny it was awful it was so awful but i went out with him a couple more times <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> It was just like icing you know, on the cake. Like I tried it again. I tried again. It just didn't work. Oh, and then following that, the socks ended up being left in my car. Oh god! Just the socks, though. I don't know how they made it out of the bag. Um, <laughs> so I go out. I go out with a friend of mine and her mom for brunch, and we go out and drink, you know, a whole bunch of Bloody Marys or whatever. And we were out in um, the uh, Four Dogs. Do you know Four Dogs Tavern? Out, no. It's out west of here. Anyway, um, we were at the Four Dogs. And when we left, um, my friend's mom was riding in the backseat of the car. And I had told them the story about the guy. Yeah. You know, and we were laughing our asses off because we were drunk, you know. And so <laughs> we leave. And he lived really close to there. So you just throw the socks at his house. It's even better than that. Like my friend's mom said, why don't we light these socks on fire and throw them out the window? You're <laughs> <Yes>, crazy. <laughs> so we drive, we drive down. Oh we drive God. down the road and he's out in his front yard. It's a fall and he's raking leaves and oh, there's a big pile of leaves God. and he's raking and my friend's mom throws these socks that are on fire on fire you know they were probably just smoldering by that point but throws throws it into the leaves and like i swear i saw some smoke oh coming up so i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> and we all yelled here's your socks loser <laughs> so that so that was life in my uh i guess i was like 30 at that point because it was shortly before i met gary yeah very shortly before I met Gary. And then when I met him, I'm like, you're almost too good to be true. Like, you're actually really cool and smart and funny. Not and leaving socks in my backseat. Yeah, not like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. kind of crazy. So, yeah, there's hope. That gives me hope. There's definitely hope. And, and because we were, you know, in our early 30s by the time we met, we both had careers. We both lived on our own. Yeah. And that's a big thing for me with dating right now. Like, I live with my dad. Like, I could so never get pregnant right now. I would die. Mm -hmm. Like, my dad can't be raising another baby up. No, no. no. Mm -mm. I could be out. No. Not that the goal is to get pregnant, but if it accidentally happened. Right. Would you want to have the child? <sighs> would I want to? No. But would no. I? Would That's you? That's a yes. different story. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's really hard to say, right? I'm so, like, for abortion and everything. Right. Could I actually do it if it came down exactly. to Exactly. I don't think I could live with myself, so I don't know. But then again, I would have to right now. Like, tomorrow? Yeah, that's yeah. a really... Yeah, that's, uh, you know, the circumstances around things and... That child's quality of life would be shit. Right. So, no. Right. Yeah. But in the same token... If I were out on my own. Yeah, you might be inclined. What I make yeah. you? Yeah, sometimes I wonder, I mean... So you chose not to have kids. Yeah, we did. Um, when we talked about it, it was like so grown up about it, uh, 
of us. We, um, you know, it became apparent that we were each other's person, you know, so, so we talked about the, you know, the big things, you know, like houses and kids and, and and whatnot. The milestone. Yeah. And, um, I asked, I think I asked him first, um, how he felt and he basically said he could take it or leave it. And if it was important to me that, that he would be for it. Um, but if it wasn't important to me that he wouldn't regret it. Okay. So I was like, great, that's exactly how I feel, really ambivalent. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I just had seen um, pressure on my peers' marriages because they had both had to work mm-hmm. and they had kids and the yeah. stress and it would take a big toll on their relationships. And I'm like, you know, I waited for a really long time to have a relationship like this why mm-hmm. do i want to you know tempt fate because you know we weren't the kind of people that could afford to just like not have one person work right right so um we kind of just that's my biggest thing is financially yeah like yeah is it possible Especially how much things cost now yep it's crazy and it's a thing it's not like yeah it's not like all these things come to you by magic just by the fact that you have a kid right it's hard right. It's hard stuff i can't i don't envy you know what i do envy is is parents my friends who are parents and my uh family who are parents like their relationships with their kids especially as their kids um become adults yeah um they have you know i, I definitely have is envy the right word no oh, maybe i'm not really jealous but maybe envious um, of my some of my friends' uh, relationships, especially with their daughters, mm-hmm. because my mom and I have a great relationship, and I see their relationships, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I guess I could really like having. But I have, um, you know, my my young Gen Z and Gen yeah. uh, millennial friends. Um, a couple of them, I feel kind of say, kind of sort of like an aunt nurturer kind of relationship Mm -hmm. friendship with them yeah and um i look at them as my mentors as well um and probably that's why i have that for sure yeah Yeah, because you know to um just talk to them about the you know how they look at things and how they approach their lives and and those relationships i argue are more if not equally important to have somebody like that i've always looked to uh strong women role models yeah me too to kind of inspire me and like some i have some great women in my life men too but especially women yeah that have um you know like my high school volleyball coach and gym teacher is like somebody i get together with like once a year just to like chat oh that's really nice really young she is like okay maybe 33 okay yeah so we're very close like we were one of the first classes she taught out of college oh that's so cool yeah but so I have people like that in my life that like I definitely and those relationships I think are important now I have an interesting relationship with my mom so that's a big part of it um but even if you do have a great relationship with your mom it's good to have you know yeah. I have aunts that I think are awesome yeah, yeah 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 and more than that like look to for inspiration as to oh, that's to great yeah I have an aunt that's single no kids yep she's 50 and she's like living her best life she yeah. goes to fucking Germany and yep. Ireland whenever she damn yep. well pleases yep. and yeah there's I, I would say that there's a lot to be said for being single I mean there, there's a lot to be said for being married and for being single. Like, 
my life would be totally different if I wasn't married. Mm-hmm. Like, I I might not be living here. Yeah. You know, like, I have friends in a lot of different places in the country, and, you know, I love those places. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to live in New Orleans. I would love great. to just take my art and all my art shit yeah. and put it in a little trailer and go down and find some little apartment. Um, it yeah. wouldn't even have to be... I mean, it would have to be by the streetcar so I could get into the quarter, you know? Yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want, you know? But I love my husband. Yeah. You know, I like my life here. Um, We all have the what ifs. I always say I would be probably out of here if my grandparents weren't doing, you know, weren't in the condition that they are. Right. It's not like in any day now. Nobody's sick or anything, but I still feel like the need to be here for them. To be around. Yeah. Which might be self-limiting in a way, but whatever. Well, um, it's okay, though, because they're not going to be here forever. Right. And you cherish, what I assume, you can. cherish those relationships. And, you know, you're lucky to have them at this at your age. Like, I had no grandparents by the time I was 19. Yeah. Yeah, they were all gone. Yeah, um, I am fortunate in that. And I knew my great-grandparents, which is cool. Wow, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. So, you said yeah. government right now. Anything okay. else in particular? you want to um, elaborate on in that? Terms, well. Do we have to? <laughs> yeah, we don't really have to, do we? Like, like, we have this clown who is just like, you know, could have started addressing this uh, virus to, you know, like at least a month, if not more, um, because he was informed of it. Um, he could have started doing something then and he could have in an educated manner like i feel like everything that he has said that's is just like, like too much to ask speculation opinion based and he and he's still standing up there trying to say like you know he's doing everything best it's like no oh, no this you're not flu under obama <laughs> my, right my grandma went straight into like what obama did i was like i didn't even talk about the president's response to this i'm talking about the public's response right and you just took it to political like yep. you're already preemptively defending yourself to make yeah our great leader obama oh. out to be i'm just kidding i don't really care about i it's, wasn't informed enough on politics when obama was the president i was I was pretty informed, but I um, am, I'm, I really have become extremely informed, not like my husband, but um, extremely informed and kind of hypervigilant um, since dude came around. Um, yeah. And, like, I'll have to show you in my, in my dining room, I have my collection of protest posters are two-sided, like... That's cool. All different issues, <laughs> like, so... Um, yeah, I want to see before I leave. Yeah, so um, as a boomer, um, I actually am like, <laughs> like have I have an objection? This is like something that bugs me, makes me tick, maybe. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Exactly. <laughs> um, that like bugs the f- shit out of me. It's like it's so generalistic. Like, like I know that people have generalized about millennials, but I never did. So I take it really personally. Like. Look, I'm not generalizing about you all. I like you guys. Um, I think we all bring something to the table. And when people go off on that okay boomer shit or or lay it all at the boomer's feet that everything's all fucked up mm-hmm. right now, that's like so simplistic and so generalistic and 
divisive. Like we have so much divisive shit in this country. Oh, and so, that's the big so, thing okay, about the social, we need to fight between the generations. The social distancing <laughs> thing bullshit. that's been like, I'm like, we need to come together right now. But I, <laughs> as a millennial, I 100% agree with you. So there's there's two kind of sides to come at this from. One, um, I... I don't like the term adulting. Oh yeah, that sucks. I don't use it. It's Good. canceled. Hashtag I think it's canceled. so so bad. Adulting. Sunny. What's up? He's like I'm a millennial. No, he's Gen Z. <laughs> he's Gen Z. He's a baby. He's just like shut up. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you guys are annoying. Shut up. Pick your iPad back up. So make some art. Be quiet. I definitely don't like okay boomer i think there's a couple of memes and punchlines I mean, kind of funny in the funny. beginning it was kind of funny but it is one of those things that i don't walk around saying okay boomer like it right. has to really be built up right. to be a punchline of something or right. it's like okay but i've On seen the, where I'm, i think it's funny but yeah it's not it's overused yes opposite end the millennials got to a point where we were and i will involve myself in this we were so tired of hearing about the fucking avocado toast that we're spending our money on. Oh, yeah. That's bullshit, too. Where we snapped. So, <laughs> okay, boomers. The avocado. <laughs> you pushed it too far with the avocado When you toast. started talking about our avocado toast. No. So, I, I get it on both sides. But right, it is right. totally overused. It's basic. It's not it's funny stupid. anymore. It's just stupid, I think. Um, and again... Those lines are so blurred. I have a lot of millennial cousins that are more Gen X like, mm-hmm. and I, I, there are so many variables. There are so many conservatives in my generation that I find the Tammy Lauren or whatever. Oh God! Those oh, people of the world. Oh, I hate her. generalizations. <laughs> and you know, if you've listened to the podcast, I hate fucking labels. I don't like because it's further divisiveness. It is. Like you said, it is. Everything's on a continuum. Us, Everything is on a continuum. And we're They're, gonna we're going yeah. to self implode if yep. we don't come together and yep. love each other more. So yep. yeah, okay, boomer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah also makes okay boomer it is funny gary appropriately (laughs) gary my husband who is more boomer than i am and he has more is there an age difference between you guys um, just three years okay but he's um he's just like so much more boomer than me well listen Um, to npr he's well i listen to npr too um but i listen to it from I don't know, kind of like a revolutionary standpoint, you know, like my hyper vigilance. Like I, I need to fight back against this shit that's going on. So More I like, to, I really like to know what's going on. I agree. Um, and I think that they do a good job and are pretty like straightforward. And you know, people say they have liberal bias, but I was going to ask, do you can not again not to further label and box you in, <laughs> but would you consider yourself liberal? Way, I, I way. I don't see you conservative. Yeah. Way, way liberal. Like, I wouldn't say like a total leftist. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, uh, I'm definitely not a socialist. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've always been very much like a liberal to like radical liberal when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and like on the social issues, I could see you. Oh, absolutely. Right. Always, always. And human rights and civil rights, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, definitely the environment so many things yeah 
Um, so I definitely go to my protests and that's like, you know, to my boomer point, like when I go to the protests, I mostly see people around my age who give a shit about mm-hmm. what's going on for their kids and their grandkids, grandkids. Yeah. And what I don't see is people your age. Yeah. And I see a lot of people your age saying, okay, yeah, we got to have Bernie, the Bernie revolution. Well, I think a lot of things that Bernie has to say, uh, yeah, I'm down with them, right? Yeah. But he has to have, like, all these people who are like, Bernie, 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 and I'm only going to vote for Bernie. Well, they're not even voting for Bernie. They're not going to the primary. Yeah. Like, his young people are not coming out. So it's like, participate fucking participate and it's really difficult for me oh my god that was like (laughs) such a first world problem thing to say i don't mean difficult uh it's a weak adjective uh it's for somebody who is surrounded by so many educated Mm -hmm. higher educated young people Uh i am in a point of it's a a privilege and a disadvantage because that's all i see that's all the media i consume i have a few outlier friends but i wouldn't call them friends they're facebook Mm -hmm. friends they're acquaintances so like i only see the people that are going to the primaries a lot of my friends are oh i'm glad to hear that so when i hear these facts that the young people aren't going i'm like what do you mean right yeah we are yeah. Because I'm only looking at this tiny little bubble of, of people. Of your universe, right, yeah. So I forget about the rest of the fucking general public that right. isn't. Isn't, and yeah. I, I don't know. But I'm a pro-Bernie person. Yeah. I have a good friend, Hannah, who does all sorts of campaigning for him. Like, That's great. And I she always tries to get me involved and I'm like I can't be bothered so I get the attitude yeah. that you're talking yeah. about because I'm yeah. not out here going door to door for yeah. him it's tough yeah but that is also not the role that I want to live in life right like I don't if you want to vote for Bernie vote for Bernie but if right. you want to vote for Biden vote for Biden right just please don't vote for Trump <laughs> right exactly just vote blue you know whatever yeah, yeah, you do yeah. just vote someone blue but yeah I just like I love like all these people you know, the Bernie bros passion. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm like, show up, man. Yeah. You know, you yeah. you want to participate and you're participating, but you're not getting to the finish line. And the finish line is the easiest part. Mm-hmm. Just go and fill in a dot or flick a button or just show up. I can also say that I'm very privileged. I live right behind my, my polling, polling place. Your polling place. Yeah, you so can So I walk, walk over. Yeah. It's like less than half a mile. Yeah, that's through nice. Through my backyard. Yep. Um, there are a lot of people who are, are disadvantaged. Disenfranchised. Yes, and And totally downright fucked. disenfranchised, mm-hmm. and that's a big deal too. Yep. So I do up. have, you know, that perspective of it, but... Yep. I'll, all I can say is I'm out here voting. Yep. I'm doing my part. Yep. I I will not argue politics, yep. but I'll state my, my case. And usually those conversations are done. I have two right. friends, a history teacher and a lawyer, both former co-hosts. <laughs> okay. Out at Parks. Oh, I know them. Guy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this dad guy talking next to us uh-huh. on this whole political conversation. I'm like, this is a really good time that we can do this. And we're not arguing at right. each other's throats. So I'm right. ha- I'm grateful for that. Yep. But also, like, I'm done out of the conversation. Like, can it's, we please talk yeah. something mindless now? Because yeah. that is something that gives me ultimate anxiety. Yeah. You really only have control over one vote. Yep. And, like, to think about it anymore is, yep. like... Yeah. Because my yeah. friend Hannah, she goes pretty crazy over it. Like, yeah, it, it's, it consumes it's her mind. It, it, I can see where it happens. Like, I, I've gotten to the point where it consumes my mind. 
but then I say, okay, you know, I have my awareness. I know what's going on. I know what I'm going to do. And yeah. it's basically voting and encourage, encourage other people to vote. But beyond that, like, um, you know, if there's some campaigning to do, you know, closer to the election and I'm not employed or I'm underemployed, you know, maybe I'll go yeah. up to the college and talk to those people mm-hmm. because, you know, I have that connection with kids and so, and I can talk to them and, yeah. you know, not look like a boomer geezer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, beyond that, we don't really have, I mean, all we have is our vote and that's what we should do. And yeah. I rather focus on, you know, not to be Pollyanna about it, just be as positive as possible because... That's all you can do. That's another thing you can control right right now. And something that's been giving me so much like fuel to get through these doldrums. Because we are. It is the first day of spring as we're recording, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Sun is shining. So like to think about like, okay, what am I going to actively do? Like I've been lighting candles. Oh, nice. it's just one little tiny thing that's extra. Yep. Because I've been home for so much longer. I can watch it burn and make Mm -hmm. sure nothing catches on fire. Yeah, nothing bad happens. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But, like, little stuff like that. Yep. Change my sheets. Because yes. I'm really bad with that. Yeah. I, I get... use towels and sheets forever. It's disgusting. It's so this just... has made me, like, very conscious of I've like... become very, like... <laughs> I've been, like, washing towels constantly. Because it's just, like... Because it's that control thing. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, here's something I can do. Yeah. Yep. You know? And um, I've been, like, very obsessed with, like, the bathroom. Like... You yeah. know, spraying. I'm like, oh, I have a can of Lysol. This is like gold. Like, <laughs> I just been the kitchen. I cloroxed the kitchen yep, today. I just I loaded did that. Up the um, crock pot. Oh, what did you put in it? Chicken. I'm yeah. Have chicken With tacos. Because I have so much cilantro I got to use. Before oh, I it love goes cilantro. Down. Yeah. I love. You either cilantro. love cilantro or you hate it. Yeah. yeah well, you're genetically dis- uh, disposed to love it or yeah. hate it. Isn't that wild? It's it's so cool. And and I have just always just loved it. Yeah, I like it. I I don't think I was exposed to it until I was a little bit older, though. We eat, like, very bland white people food when I was growing up. So did I. Meatloaf and... So did I. So did my I. dad worked at an Italian restaurant, so lots of pasta. Oh, okay. Even though we're, like, yep. the farthest thing from Italian. Yeah. Lots of pasta. We had a lot of, uh, like, meat and potatoes, basic mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I remember when my mom... When I was a teenager, I guess she went back to full-time work and... Like, one of my jobs was, like, to start the potatoes. So, were you, like, a latchkey kid or just, Kinda, like, a latchkey yeah, so. teenager? Um, lat- latchkey teenager, dead. definitely. Latchkey teenager. This is something they totally. often talk about on My Favorite Murder um, because they're 50s and in our 40s. Okay. Georgia's in her late 30s, early 40s. So they're like Gen X, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They were like the end of the latchkey kid. And I was like, well, I think I had a little bit of that. Not a lot, but like That's, I definitely went. Really? I had That's my the own key in fifth grade and I would go home. But that was more when I was like middle school. And then my mom stopped working. So my mom didn't work they don't, until. You can't do that anymore. No, you can't. Um, my mom didn't work until I was like. 12 I think and then she was working part time like she was doing temp work Mm -hmm. she worked part time so she would be home when we got home from school and then I guess when I was like 14 when I went into high school maybe maybe a little earlier but at least by then she went full time Mm. and so when I was a freshman in high school my older brother was a freshman in college 
and Danny was two years behind me. So she basically put it on me to, I guess, supervise him. Yeah. Um, but we were really close in age, so I wasn't going to supervise him. Right. You know, like... Yeah, like, I never had to babysit my brother that's two years younger, because it's, like... Yeah. Like, he would be... I'm sure he would be, you know, if I would say, like, you need to do this or whatever, or stop doing that, because I say so, he'd be, like, basically, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, like, like, forget that. <laughs> it's like, that's not going to work. Um, yeah. But I would have, like, by a certain time, I was supposed to go and, like, start potatoes or mm-hmm. whatever it was that was going to take the longest or t- take something out and put it in the oven yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, my mom had, you know, dinner on the table, even though she worked full time all, you know, all the time. And that was something that growing up, I was like, I knew she hated having to do it yeah. like every day. And she was a, she was a pretty good cook. Um, but she didn't love doing it every day mm-hmm. on demand kind of thing. Yeah. And so my mom didn't either. Cause we had lots of leftover nights did ya? where it was just like, whatever's left in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. My dad, I don't think my dad would go for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my dad, my dad, they both worked really hard. My dad definitely liked to have a dinner on the table kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that was good. You know, we grew up like very, you know, like middle America. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would have Sunday dinner where like in the middle of the day, like a nicer dinner in the dining room with the good dishes. That's, that's nice. That's, that's really like old fashioned, right? Yeah, that's a last. Society. And, and we would have to, we didn't have to change our clothes, but we had to look presentable. Um, and we well had groomed. Yeah, and we <laughs> had to like have our best manners going on. And my dad would put on music. Like we would listen to um, an orchestra, Montavani's orchestra, that played, you know, like show tunes mm-hmm. or you know just you know current songs, but in all orchestra. That's dope. And so it's like to calm us, I guess, to keep us like from being bad. We um, always listen to a George Winston album. Oh yeah, during um, Thanksgiving. That's perfect. Yeah, it keeps people calm, right? Nice, nice piano interludes, yeah. and but only Thanksgiving. Like there would be times actually, my mom would do like spring cleaning or like fall yep. just yep. before winter, and Christmas yep. decorations would come out, and the windows would be open, and she would yep. light candles and yeah. dust and. We would have, like, a nice dinner afterwards and listen to calming music. But um, she was she was young. Yeah. So she listened to a lot of PST, yep. a lot of The yep. Current. Yep. My dad would be such a classic rock guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's guy. slow to, he's Gemini, slow to change. Yeah. We got an air fryer, actually, which I've been loving. Really? I'm curious about them. I don't really understand them. I don't... Okay, so I fucked up, and I put in, like, <laughs> phyllo dough, phyllo dough. Uh-oh, whatever, yeah. And was making pizza. It was bomb. But because it's, like, those thin little sheets, it got yeah. sucked up because oh. the air fryer uses a fan. I okay. I this because I had to clean it off. A fan on top of, like, an electric burner. Yeah. Like a spiral burner. Yeah, so it's real hot. And it just pulls it or pushes it i don't know if it's blowing or whatever but the the dough got stuck to the i had to scrape it off the burner <sighs> but i like it it's what are you cooking it anything like what chicken green beans chicken salmon um so wait you throw like a piece of raw chicken in there and turn it on and it blows around it just yeah it's like a convection <laughs> that's really freaky <laughs> just 
<laughs> like the picture I have in my head, just it's like, like a this... Willy Wonka fan, minuscule. Oh my god! And he wait. I don't know, man. I really don't know. I'm wait, not wait, a wait. Scientist. So you're saying to me, like, okay, here's like a package of chicken breasts, and you take it out, and you just I would put like two breasts in there, and really? I have a fairly big one. Yeah, and then you like it beeps, you flip it. What are you putting it on? Is there a like a surface? It okay, so it's got this like great thing. I'm just like. It's like a tub. It's like um like a big pan. Yeah. And inside of it, it's got this little, like, have you ever used one of those, like, strainers where you pull it up from the, the metal? Yeah, yeah, like a deep fryer kind of thing? Uh, yeah, kind of like a basket, but not a basket. basket it's sort not of quite a basket. A thing. It's a thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> but you don't just throw them in there. Like, I was picturing, I was picturing, like, you just open this lid spray, and throw in them. and then just turn this fan on and they're just kind of... No, they didn't. It's flying not, around. Isn't high power enough <laughs> to pull up heavier objects? Oh, so they're not floating about? In no, 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 not suspended mid bucket. That's what I was no. picturing. They're just floating around. That in would there. be an incredible piece of technology. I like it. It's too heavy. That's what's coming next. Invent it. That's what's coming next. Be so, a more powerful fan. <laughs> so what are you watching? What are you listening what to? What am I watching? Okay, I try to watch stuff that doesn't um, challenge me too much because um, I'm over-challenged uh, mentally. Um, yes. And I've been doing, what I do is, you know, of course, now I'm finished, but doing all this art on this iPad. Yeah. Um, I need distraction. So I either listen to your podcast Awesome. Or and so I feel like I have friends in the house. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, or I listen to other podcasts. Do you ever yell at? I'm I'm so curious. Yell like, at your podcast. Yeah. Um, when I make notes. <laughs> you take notes for me. Oh God! I think I, I have don't... like I think I have notes. Um, because I have this little notes function in here where I can just handwrite shit. Oh my God! Um, let me see if any of them are intelligible. Oh, here we here we go. Oh, goodness. There's four pages, but not whole pages. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> oh, things that I'm, uh, things that I have ang- anxiety about, the country, the planet, the climate, mm-hmm. um, health insurance, but that's so boring and oh, I don't, I don't even, even want to talk want to about there. it. Um, Japanese stilt grass. <laughs> what is Japanese stilt grass? <laughs> it's, it's invasive and horrible and... Okay. Um, I literally sometimes lie awake at night, like trying to figure out what my strategy will be to deal with it. Let me know if I can help, because like I'll spray some something. <laughs> I walk around spraying shit. Proliferation of invasives. I I did cover that. Yeah, like, that's definitely something that bugs me. Um, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Me either. Haven't watched it. Yep. Me it says no Game of Thrones either. Oh, you're writing it with your hand. I love it. <laughs> With my pen. And then boomers. boomers. Yeah, we got into that. Um, Generalization about generations. Yep. Um, And it's great for you guys to be all woke about sexuality, gender, color, religion. What about age difference be woke about age so that was my that was All my right. yelp review. that's the takeaway that was my yelp takeaway and then this one what the fuck does it say you don't like people that whistle no it's not that i don't like people that whistle. not the people but whistling you right can, i don't like whistling it's pet I hate peeve. it really i hate it can you whistle i can but i think it's stupid i, I don't can't do, do it. it i can whistle not well um and every once in a while 
I'll find myself whistling, but very rare. Um, it drives but me nuts. people whistling, it drives me out of my mind. I can't, it's because of my fake tooth. I can whistle like this, like, like in a crowd. That's impressive. But that's about as loud as it goes, right, Sonny's Sonny? excited. You like that. That's, that's impressive. Good. I can't yeah. whistle because of my fake tooth. And <laughs> I... So do you think it's jealousy on your part? Yeah. It's like, you can do that and I can't. Fuck you. Stop. <laughs> but also, no. My dad and brothers are big whistlers in songs. And I hate it. Oh, it's I like, hate that. It's like freaking pencils in my ears. I just don't like to listen to whistling. It's... Yep. Yeah. Oh, what does this mean? Oh, I think you had said maybe multiple times that you don't like to, that you don't have patience for people when you have to repeat yourself. Oh, I hate it. Me me too. Like, I have always, like, if I teach you something, like, I'll show you how to do it, and I'm a good teacher. People have told me I'm a good teacher. I'll I'll give you the deets. I'll show you. I'll watch while you do it, and I'll say, do you have any questions? And that's it for you? mm, Almost. The next time you come and ask me, Kathy, can you show me this again? Or can you blah, 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 blah. I'll be like, yep, sure can. Mm-hmm. And then the third time I'll be like, mm, why don't you write it down? Yeah. You know, like why, why, you know, but that's because I'm hard on myself. Like, mm-hmm. like I want to learn everything on my own. And I. Do you find, because I find for me, I'm a doer. Yep. I have to do it to understand yep. me it. Me too kinesthetic learner yes have to do it yes i'm very good with like driving the same places over and over because if i've driven it yep i can i'm visual yes me too so for me like i'll watch somebody do it and then be like all right can i do it real quick while you're here so you can watch me because i have to physically me too but i don't know how patient i think i tell people like show people things over and over again I'm pretty patient with that. I don't like telling you the same shit. Like, I have these conversations with my dad where he's, like, not listening, obviously. Look at him. And then he... She okay all of a sudden? You're warming up, huh? Smell the other pops? You smell right. You smell right. She smells good. She smells like doggies, right? But when I have to tell you, like, six times what I'm doing this weekend, like, come on, dude. Pay the fuck attention. attention. Like, why are you asking me if you're not paying attention? Yeah, don't ask me something and then be like, can I... My dad's famous for that, too. Can I interrupt you real quick? You can tell. We've been... It's been, like, six days of them together. I'm going to kill. Right. (sighs) Good Lord. Anywho. (laughs) Yeah, that's my repeating myself. I think I could, like, show you instructions over and over again. I might get to, like, time number six and be like, are you dense? Like... (laughs) Come yeah, on. that's like um, maybe it's in work situation. Yeah, probably in work I would get more frustrated with yeah. that because I do a lot of like vo- I do the special needs volunteering, so I'm pretty patient with that's, like takes a lot of patience. It built me a lot of patience. Yes, absolutely. I owe that time, yes. those times in my life, a lot of. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's you have to have patience in that situation. So, and I think having Curtis be so much younger than me, like... Helps. Yeah, I'm not so frustrated with... What's your age difference? Seven, six and a half years. Wow, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a big difference. Anyway, big asides, what what else are you watching? You don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, no no Game of Thrones. I, I've been watching um, This Is Us because it's so cathartic. I love that show. 
Um, I just watched season the season finale's coming up. I know, and I just watched this past this week's, I guess, last night, and I have to watch it again because it was like, did you watch it? I did. Okay, it was Spoiler confusing alert. to me because I wasn't f- totally focusing on it, mm. and um, it was a what if scenario. Yeah, it was like I started. I was really confused at first because I wasn't totally paying attention, and then I'm like, I like, didn't they meet after he was gone? Yeah. Like, what? Wait a minute, what? Am I, get, am I mixed up? Like, did I forget something? Like, what's going on? So I have to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but it was a really interesting premise. It was cool. It was it was well done. Yeah, especially with, um, what's his name's father? Randall? Yeah, Randall's father. Like, his, his real father. yeah. Yeah, and Will being involved with him. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. didn't Wasn't he an adult when he met him? Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, what? It was all a what if. Like, <laughs> yeah. if Jack survived. But... Randall's been on my damn nerve these past few he weeks. He gets on my nerves. I can't. I love him, but, like, this anxiety shit, like, bro, like, you need to take control of your situation because you are spiraling. Yes. And Kate and Toby, Toby has been the worst. I'm just, like... Toby's been a jerk. Uh, it's just been... It, it's Mandy Moore makes me cry. I just love Mandy Moore so much. I love much. her, too. She's amazing. I always go back to, like, I a walk her. to remember with her Aww. and her singing and, like, fucking stupid Cupid from Aww. Princess Diaries. I love Mandy Aww. Moore. Yeah, I love that show. That's It's great. Um, great show. I like that it's multi-layered like that. I like that it um, evokes a lot of emotion. I mean, like, I freaking sob. Yeah, like, it makes me cry. I'll, I'll be it's here bad. in my little corner watching it on my iPad while Gary's there monitoring the world, right? <laughs> and, like, I'll be... And Sonny will be, like, stuffed in here. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'll be like... That's a lot. <laughs> crying. He's like, and, don't cry, And Mom. Gary's like, are you okay? And I'm like... It's just, it's a lot. It's just TV. Well, nine one one is back. So as this season is concluding, I'll I don't have know nine one one. Oh, God, that what is, is that? Jennifer Love Hewitt. So okay. it's also fulfilling. I gotta my, write it down. My nineties teen icon dreams. Um, Angela Bassett. Oh, I love her. It's don't watch the Houston or Austin or whatever the fuck one it is. Watch the regular nine one one. Okay, so the show is called 911. Yes, 9-1-1. Got it. And it is also a tearjerker. Lots of characters. Oh, They're awesome. In the, like rescue squad and the firefighters and the police and Is it on Hulu? It is on Hulu. Yeah. yeah awesome. Great show. Awesome. So great. that's back. I'm so glad they stopped right before Christmas. So I haven't had that in a while. I've been watching that. Anything else you've been? I've been watching uh, Parks and Rec because Mm. it's like so easily amusing to me. Yeah, Um, very light. And Rob Lowe, I just have had a lifetime of loving Rob Lowe. Like anything he does, I love. Um, He's also like one of the most beautiful men on the planet, I think. (laughs) Um, And he, I have like. Twi- I've like tweeted to him a couple times and he's like answered me and That's I'm like so oh my weird. god he it. talked to me um, but I'm conflicted about him because he's a conservative dude and like mm. like I can't like his politics I don't know where he stands exactly but I know that he's been a conservative kind of a guy I don't think on a freak level but um, you know he's got some issues so that so I couldn't like hang out with him for too long, but I would I would go on a date with him. That's how I've been feeling about Johnny Depp. Oh, he's, he's a mess, a fucking pig. But like, oh, it's 
I know. Oh, I totally, I totally loved him until pretty recently. Dark, dirty French thing going for him. Oh, speaking, a friend of mine, um, she she liked Johnny Depp too, and we were for her birthday once. We were out in my backyard having a bonfire and drinking wine, and we were playing this game. We were pretty toasted, playing this game (laughs) like under what circumstances wouldn't you sleep with Johnny Depp? (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> like, like if Johnny Depp had presented himself, right, how would you proceed? Like, like, you know, if he hadn't had any kind of bathing experience, no hygiene okay. um, for like two months, would you still <laughs> sleep with them? Um, if he, like all these different circumstances, like if he was smoking a cigarette while you were having sex, would you yeah. accept that? Um, you would know, you accept it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would. Like Smoke a cigarette. You can ash on my tits. Like, oh, and it was so Johnny funny. We're just baby. like lying there on this little like chase lounge thing that I had. Okay, so if Johnny Depp was, you know, like um, picking his toenails and oh smoking God. a cigarette. Um, Maybe the picking. The and toenails. hadn't brushed his teeth in like three weeks. Would you still do it? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what does he have on? Yeah, you don't have to kiss <laughs> What's him, What's his right? hair look like? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was like, hilarious. But I feel bad because he like abused Amber or whatever her name yeah, was. Yeah, yes. So the, I am very conflicted about him. Yeah, there's a bunch. Of, it's Me Too time, man. It is totally Me Too time, and I think that, um, yeah, that's it. Totally turned my head against him. Yeah, but I did watch. What did I watch? I watched a movie with him in it um, where he was a professor. What the hell is that movie? I just saw it recently. Um, in all of my binging of TV and movies, mm-hmm. um, he plays a professor and he has cancer. He's dying and he just basically gets this fuck it attitude. And I've never seen it. Um, I have to find the name of the movie for you. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't remember these things. It's okay. I, um, I always get bad at the culture section. Yeah, it's like shit memory. It's like I should write these things down just so I could tell you. The guy um, with the face and the mustache. The but movie. he had, um, you know, he was a. An English professor, I guess. Yeah, an English professor at some college. And he decide like, he finds out that he has cancer and basically dismisses most of his class and then just has, like, this small group of students. And then all these different things happen with him and his daughter and his wife and certain girls from the campus. Mm. Um, and he's very charming in it. And, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like the old Johnny Depp, although it's kind of a newer movie. Yeah. I wonder if I can figure out what it is. Secret Window Johnny Depp. That's um, a great movie. After that, even. I like that movie a lot. So good. Stephen um, King, though. Gotta love Stephen yeah. King. Yeah, I love Stephen King. Always love Stephen King. My whole family, all, my brothers and I, um, all read, like, practically everything yeah. that we could get our hands on. My mom always had a big Stephen King collection. Did she? She loved horror shit. She still does. She loves creepy shit, so that's Yeah, I, I like creepy from. shit. Um, I like American Horror Show, but yeah. I haven't seen, like, the last couple ones, because there was one that I was just, like, getting... So freaked out about that I couldn't handle it. Eighty four was all right. It was heavy slasher shit. Um, the and one then that they pull some th- weird paranormal shit like they always do because they're bizarre. There was one where that was in a hotel. Yeah, hotel. Is that what it's called? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I think it's hotel <laughs> with Gaga. That was. A very I think that's sexy it, season. and that was like there was something about it that was really disturbing for me, and. I stopped watching so it. So let me ask you this. Was. Did you watch Hereditary? 
No. That's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure. Actually, it might be Amazon. Is that horror? It is horror. If you've ever seen the the movie Krampus or the movie Knives Out, the woman is in that. I forget her name. Knives Out. Good movie. Recently came out. Anywho, that, um, I watched it so many times and I was like, I never remember what happens because it was really just not that good. And I know it's an unpopular opinion because a lot of people liked like Hereditary. It. And Hereditary. Hereditary. And Midsummer. That's on Amazon. I could be wrong. It could be on Hulu, but I great, have all those things. Great horror films. Oh, awesome. Um, there was something that you referenced on one of your podcasts in the tall grass. Was that you? Yes, Stephen King. Great. Is is it a movie? Yes. And I have I've, it written I've, on. I've, one we of talked the- about that a lot on this podcast because there are varying opinions on it. Okay. Um, but also uh, Castle Rock. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that yet. That's Bucking. on my list phenomenal and the carly the carly simon song that she's listening to the jericho song yeah. it's so great i oh, also cool. just love her that's janice from mean girls oh okay i forget her name love it lizzie kaplan what else great. have i been watching great show weird johnny depp movies um documentaries about like brad pitt and angeline angelina Jolie. that's good mindless <laughs> stuff like it's like okay like normally i wouldn't even care about this kind of thing but um like i like to look at brad pitt so why not um i watched the movie yesterday about the beatles oh i love that movie that's so great cute. movie it was so cute i loved how that that's was a done. great movie i really i really enjoyed that movie did you, how did you watch that um Verizon on demand. Oh, okay. My dad and I watched it. We might have like H- it might be on HBO or something right now, or maybe Apple TV. I don't have Apple TV. That's the one thing. I, I have don't Apple have. TV. I just got it mm. because I got it free with this for a year because this is my new gig. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we got um two new Mac Miller songs dropped. Yeah. For the bonus album. Yeah. So. That's in addition to the other ones. In addition to the oh, album, nice. they just released the deluxe album with two new songs. So I'm like, great, more wow. things for me to cry about. I, like I mentioned earlier, I'm getting my period, so I've been very so emotional. You can be a cranky. Yeah, it's been a tough time. <laughs> that is, you know, I forget what it feels like to have that because I haven't had a period since. Ugh. 2009 bless your soul yeah and i was actually really lucky i went through menopause pretty i mean perimenopause was kind of like a rocket ride um i was really emotional and was causing a lot of complications for myself that were totally unnecessary yeah um with interpersonal relationships and it was just like i was either crying or not sleeping or crying Ugh. some more or um it's so scary yeah it was it was not fun but it was brief um and then it was basically over. Other people have a harder time. You know, it's all like, I guess, in your genetics. Yeah. And like how, you know, women in your family. Because my mom said it wasn't a big deal for her, I think. Um, so I was pretty lucky. But it's just, you know, when I think about it, it's like. A different lifetime. <laughs> a totally different lifetime. Because I used to have like, I remember in the early 90s. So let's see, how old was I? Um like my early 30s my period was bad like mm-hmm. i'd be at work have you ever taken cpr training i i did the like seventh grade okay like health class do you, cpr do you know do you know who i i'm talking about if i talk about Rasuska annie no okay so there's like 
When you take CPR training, there's okay. a um, apparatus that's called Recesca Annie, and it's like a a doll. Well, like yeah, a, we didn't call it that though. I don't know. Oh, what did you call, call her? I don't know. Was it a girl? It was a man. A man. I think he's Recesca Andy. <laughs> I don't think that's what we called him. My gym teacher probably called him, like, some silly name because she was kind of weird. Okay. I remember her saying the joke about fungi. He might he's seem a like a fun guy, guy but <laughs> if he's got fungi, you're not having fun guy. It's like something like that. Yeah, that's hilarious. She was a riot. But anywho, she well, probably called him something strange. But so, well, you know, know how, I'm like, familiar with like, the doll. like corpse-like they look? Yeah, Like really, creepy. like, creepy and pale, you right? You ever seen The Office? Yes. When exactly. Dwight? Yeah, like Dwight. <laughs> yeah, so I remember one day, like, being at work at Vanguard and my supervisor coming by and going, do you feel okay? And I'm like, no. She She's like, I, I didn't think so. You look like Chris Suska. Annie. Oh my God, that's a and I'm riot. like, shit, that's bad. I'm like, I'm like having major period issues. And she's like, you can go home if you want to go home. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, I do. Yeah. Like, I'd just be like wiped out and just. That's how it wiped is for out. me. I wiped have out. horrible flow. It's like extreme. Yeah. TMI, but like, and pain and very. Pain. A lot of cramps. To the point where like, you can tell when I'm on my period because I'm not talking. I'm just, like, very quiet. Yeah. Everybody's like, you have nothing to say? And I'm like, like I, no. I, I can't talk. No, I'm absorbed. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm yeah. absorbed in my personal pain. I'm just pain. feeling pain right now. I'm just doing my pain right now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so I get it. was it. no fun. And I started when I was 10. So that was, like, intense. Well, I was on birth control for so long, and it ruined me. It made me depressed. I couldn't I lose, that. like, the last 10 pounds that I wanted to lose. Like, I was just, like constantly in a funk so i'd rather go through two days of like horrific pain to be normal the rest of the time my yeah. mood swings are way less but i'm cranky so i've been cranky i've been isolating myself in my room i picked yep. up uh my book again the what are you reading year read it's called i always forget i'm so fucking bad oh that's horrible it's called uh <laughs> just like i can't remember the shows and the movies the art of fielding the Art of Fielding? Yes, it's about a baseball... It's about... I don't even know. I can't even tell you. I'm only like 200... Not even 200. I'm like 150 pages in. It's like a 600-page book. I've been reading it for like big three one. years. Three years. I keep putting it down and reading other books. But I'm going to do it. I'm doing it this time. I swear I'm to do, God. Well, this is a good time to do it. It is. Um, I started yesterday um, on one of your recommendations, uh, The Year of Rest of rac- Rest Relaxing. and Relaxation. Now is not what a it, good time to read that. No, it's I'm fine. I'm upset that I read it before <laughs> this because now I'm, like, doing all of these, like, terrible... Like, I have been taking sleep meds to fall asleep. Um, I take, like, natural sleep me- meds, but I'm, I have always had problems going to sleep. Like, I'm... Me too. Sleep I'm the, anxiety. Man. quintessential night owl like mm-hmm. if i stay up past like 11 o'clock i am it's a wrap i'm awake i you know there's like no going to sleep for me i get um, that yeah it's just i just get this second wind and i'm like just like the other night when i stayed up all night i was like you know i really want to get this stuff done um it's 11 o'clock i feel wide awake yeah i'm just what gonna power gonna through do? yeah i felt like shit the next day yeah but I usually make it until like 2 a.m. And then I'm like, okay. But sometimes I'll fall asleep at like 10. And then I wake back up at like 3 or 4. And I'm like, fuck my life. Because now I'm up until the sun comes up. And then I'm falling asleep. Like today, I oh, woke yeah. up at 10 o'clock. I was tossing and turning all night last night. Oh. 
And then I woke up at 10 and I was like, ugh, tonight I'm I know, and you feel like playing. exhausted when you wake up at that time, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really hard. And, and it's been with my, like, you know, when I have, like, a job that I have to show up to, mm-hmm. I am pretty good with my sleep hygiene, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make myself go to bed and, you know, and I get into a rhythm and I can sleep, like, what I think a normal person sleeps like. Yeah. Um, but if I don't have to be somewhere early in the morning, like, my job for three years, um, you know, I started at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I always like to have some time to myself to wake up because Same. I'm not a morning person. Same. So I would get up at six and make coffee you and hang adjust. out and read things and, you know, look at my plants, mm-hmm. you know, go out in the garden, you know, talk to Sunny and then, you know, head over. Yeah. Um, but without that structure, I'm, my night owl just is like, boom. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you know, there's yep. going to be no going to sleep at this time. That's ridiculous. I hear you. Um, that's hard. I've, I find that difficult. And now I'm finding it. I, I hope I can just get into a rhythm. But if you want, I'll write it down for you too. Like there's there's this um, natural sleep aid that I use by this mm-hmm. guy, Doc Parsley, his name is. Um, he is like a doctor of nutrition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's got, you know, natural like herbal... And melatonin. More holistic yeah, stuff. Like yeah, I'm hol- down. And um, I'll take it. It's any. definitely been really helpful for me. And I used to have to take like a, a half an Ambien to go to sleep. Mm. So if I can do that. Yeah. I try to drink tea and stuff, but with how like restless I've been, I've just been taking a couple of like PM, whatever they are. Like Advil PM. Yeah, they're not Advil though. They're just a sleep aid, but. Oh, okay. It's not. Does it work like, for you? It does. It sort knocks of. me out, but. Like, yesterday, I didn't get much exercise, so I wasn't, like... Do they make you feel like up. when you get up in the morning, do you feel groggy? Yeah. Yeah, because those, those things did not work for me. Big problem I would me. feel groggy. Yeah. With Ambien, as long as I did... As long as I took it, I would never take, like, a whole one. Like, I don't know how people took whole take whole ones, I guess, people's... Um, yeah. I would take a half one, and if I took it by, like, 10 o'clock, I would have a good night's sleep and be, like, wide awake, but if I tried to go to sleep without it and then figure out like you four hours in it, like yeah. like I'd wake up and I'd just be like oh my god and yeah. I was still working corporate when I did that um so I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore yeah because that sucks I'll survive yeah but, but it you know a lot of it can be hormonal too mm-hmm. um, which is a challenge for sure so do you have any social media you want to plug oh my social media I definitely want to plug I want to plug my book Yes. Um, my book will be on Amazon. Um, hopefully, by the end of next week, it looks like we're having some uploading technical difficulties yeah. um, that haven't been resolved yet. But it's going to be called Art and Affirmations. Sweet. Um, I'll Kathy support. Mumford Helmuth. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really fun and gorgeous. Um, and everybody can use that. You can order it on Amazon. Yep. You can use your last half of the quarantine. Yep. Fingers crossed. Yep. To we uh, end soon. Yeah, do some creativity. Play with your sparkly gel pens. Yes. Um, and then I'm also on um, Redbubble. Redbubble is is a site for artists and and shop people who are want to shop. Um, Etsy esque. Yeah, Etsy esque, but really just art. So with the art, you can you know make T-shirts. You can make notebooks. You can make 
um, clocks. You can make duvet covers. That's you awesome. You can make shower curtains. You can make little A-line dresses. You can make prints for the wall. Um, I actually think I have heard of them. On yeah, one it's of the cool. iPad cases. So you upload your art and you make sure it sizes right so it prints okay. Yeah. And then people can buy That's awesome. your stuff. That's yeah, so it's cool. really cool. Um, so Redbubble, I am Katie Petunia. So it's Katie with a C, C-A-T-I-E, Petunia, all one word, Katie Petunia on redbubble.com. Sweet. Um, Check out her stuff. And I will be uploading a whole bunch more art now that I have time. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And making some cool things. Um, My sister-in-law and a couple other people want me to figure out how to do the kids' clothes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because they have kids' clothes. Um, And then on Instagram. local. Yep, definitely. Local artists. Um, On Facebook, um, my business, I do uh, landscape consultations. Um, for people in their yard to help them figure out what to do, um, especially if they're novice gardeners and novice mm-hmm. yard keepers and whatnot, yeah. to say, like, this is legit, this is a weed, this is what you need to do. Yeah, that tree's diseased. Yeah. You know, like, do design for them and stuff like that. So that's Outer Peace on um, Facebook, two words. And for some reason, the, um, the address of, of it in Facebook is Outer Peace World. I guess Outer Peace was totally taken. Mm. Um, but if you look up Outer Peace, it looks like a little I'll, leaf. I can tag everything, too, in the bio. You oh, guys cool. can check out the... That's uh, awesome. Just look at the show notes. And, we'll and then Insta, everything. Insta, I'm Kathy Lee, hippie chick. I don't know if I follow you on Instagram. I think you might. Maybe. It's Ka- you no, know, Kathy with a C, and then L-E-I-G-H, hippie, H-I-P-P-Y, hippie chick. Cool. Um, and I'm, like, toying with making that just an art staging point. I don't use Instagram a whole lot. Yeah. Um, just because I'm overwhelmed with all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Instagram is my main platform, but it, it's all overwhelming. It is. That's why I deleted there's that Facebook like, app right there's now. Like, there's only so many things I can take in. Yeah. You know? um, and I have a lot of people on Facebook. And like I was saying before, I'm a moderator on the Delay, Don't Deny intermittent fasting community yeah. which is another thing that if people are interested in fasting to check out definitely delay don't deny um and our art and affirmations book um so, yeah i'm excited so, for that yeah it's I'm really cool i order. can't wait to hold it in my hands it's it's really going to be cool that's awesome um and now that i have time i can i can uh, play with these that gary printed out yeah so yeah that's cool stuff Awesome. Well, you guys know where to find me. CynicalCandor.com. CynicalCandor on everything except Instagram at Casquita. Casquita. That's Mita. All right, y'all. Blessings on this quarantine. Yes, blessings on the quarantine. Social social distance in solidarity, but, uh, you know, be like us and rebel and just enforce the six foot rule if you feel so inclined. Right, we've had our six feet. It, we're like two feet apart, guys, but we're not breathing on each we're other. Si- we're sitting on a love seat together, <laughs> arm in arm. Yeah, we're holding hands. <laughs> we're holding hands, <laughs> touching each other's faces. Um, no, be no safe. No face to face contact. Yeah, no touch. Like in that whole touching the face rule, like that's oh, hard. Oh, please, I keep doing it. Yeah, I. When I was talking to my bad. friends um, on the Zoom conference last night, they're making me laugh so hard. I'm like, you're making me touch my face. Yeah, it's bad. You're making me touch my face. <laughs> All right, y'all, hang in there. Goodbye. Bye.